Hey, you are listening to the Rise and Thrive podcast. I am your host, Courtney. I hope you're having a great day so far. And yeah, we are on episode two. So this is super exciting. So today's topic, I feel like our generation as like young adults, or even teenagers too, I guess if you are one, maybe older, maybe, I don't know. I feel like it's mostly young adults on, you know, my feed, but you never know. Anyways, if you're listening, all ages can listen. That's fine. (laughs) But I feel like this topic, our generation definitely needs to hear, and it is today's singleness. So if you are single, continue listening to this. I feel like a lot of like more women probably would listen to this podcast. So like the single ladies song by Beyonce is in my head. Now I'm not singing it on here. You can sing it to yourself. I do not have the voice of an angel. (laughs) But anyways, let's dive right into this. So I am going to share the lessons and the tips that I have learned during my single season. Now, currently I am single, so why not talk about this while I'm single? And that is totally fine with me. I have learned to actually accept my singleness. I have learned to actually enjoy my single season, and I have learned to use it wisely. Now, I have gone on one date. Yes, you heard me correct. Only one date in my entire life. I am a single whole entire life, 24-year-old. And there is no shame in it. So if you're single like me, been single their whole entire life, you own it. Like, there is no shame. So, but let's get down into this episode. So this is one of the biggest lessons and tip that I can tell you, and it is this. Discover who you are as a person. This is your time to literally do whatever you want to do. Go and travel. Get your nails done as much as possible. Go out with the girls. Start the business. Take the class. Learn and discover what you love and learn a little more about yourself. Like, I have seen so many people where they want to do something, but they waited out so long and they're thinking, oh, well, I'll wait until, you know, I get like a boyfriend or I'll wait until marriage. And then they get into it and they never do it. This is literally the time to do it now when you are single. And if you really think about it, marriage, you are going to be limited. You're going to be limited on funds. You both are going to have to share the bills now. And you're going to have to pay for groceries together. Um, You're more than likely going to be moving into a different apartment, a house together. And if you choose to have children, um, you're going to have to focus more of the funds on them other than yourself. And you're going to be limited on time. You're going to be spending most of that time 
with your spouse, your job, and as I said, if you have children, that is where most of your time is going to be. So this is why I say start when you're single, because when you're single, you're really just focusing on yourself and growing as a person. So if you want, go to college, start the business, do whatever you want to do now. Do not wait, because as I said, when you are in marriage, you are limited and you are more than likely not going to do it. Like, if I would have prolonged what my dreams are until, like, marriage or something, I would be waiting a dang long, long time. And I wouldn't even be where I'm at now. I want to grow, especially during this single season. Like, what have you been wanting to do? And now is the flipping time to do it. Like, I am really starting to embrace traveling with my friends because I know once we all get married, that will be limited. And if you are into getting your nails done every week, I would embrace that as well because, you know, once you get married and, yeah, once you have kids, you can't have those long nails anymore. Like, you're going to have to cut them short and more than likely your budget will be limited to maybe every other week or maybe even once a month. You know, it is time if you want to finish those college courses so you can graduate it is definitely the time to start it now if you want to start the business do it now because in your singleness you are just really focusing on yourself and who you want to be and where you want to go with life this is also the time to work on the inside of yourself to get that negative toxic dirty junk out of you for example if you have a bad temper you are not ready for a relationship at all because that will show and you will hurt someone whether it's with your words it could also get physical as well so you if you have a bad temper I would suggest working on that first before you get into relationship. But that was just an example. Um, Something that I have had to work on is I had a very bad habit of assuming. Uh, it It could possibly be anything. I would just assume it and kind of believe it. And yeah, I've had some people call me out on it. And then I finally realized, yeah, that that was a very bad habit of mine. So I did. I really worked on myself. I'm like, okay, I I need to really work on this if I want to be in a relationship. So I really did work on myself. But this is literally the time to become the best version of yourself whatever that looks like to you now i don't mean perfect because the thing of it is is nobody is perfect at all but what i mean is becoming the best version of yourself is becoming the best version that you were six months ago a year ago two years ago each year 
you become better than you were that last year. That is what I mean. But this has definitely been one of my favorite lessons that I have learned in my singleness. Like, I have learned what I love, which is traveling. I have rediscovered my love for cooking. I cooked when I started as a little girl and then I kind of like fell off of it a bit. And then like now I am definitely rediscovering my love for cooking. And I've really discovered what I want my life to be, what my dreams are, and going after them. You know, don't stop, don't quit. Like, I don't want to work in a place that I hate. Like, I I love what I do right now. Like, it does not feel like work all the time. Like, it is so much fun. And it taught me to just go after it and even during the hard times, you persevere through. Like, if you would have saw me in the beginning, I literally started with books and a ladder, and I propped my phone on the books. Like, and now, you know, and I had, like, very little following, too. Like, I didn't have that much, and now it's definitely grown. Like, now I am progressing forward in what I want my dreams to be like this has definitely been one of my dreams for two years and and now it's happening so uh the podcast but and this also coincides with becoming the best version of yourself like for me yes you know I want a good career but I also want it to be something of my own and I want it to be something that I am proud of that I can wake up every day and be like I am ready to do this work like I am ready to do God's work um another thing is is I want to be as healthy as I possibly can and for me that means waking up early in the morning and having a routine of you know working out for at least 30 to 40 minutes in a day and eating right you know I feel like I eat pretty well um I more so just watch my portions like if I want a bit of sweets I'll have it I don't have it very often but I have it and yeah I just I just watch my portions and you know I take my vitamins every day you know I just want to be as healthy as I possibly can be and be at my healthy weight level, you know. I I know what it was like being overweight and that was not healthy for me. So for me, being so short and being at a healthy weight, I have definitely noticed that I have more energy and I can just go. But I just don't want to be physically healthy. I also want to be emotionally and mentally healthy as well. And yes, physical fitness does help with those. But I have also done other habits and still doing those habits to this day to help with those two healths. Which is one, every morning I pray and then I get into my devotionals and Bible and get with God in the morning. But what I have been having to go through and learn also in my mental and emotional health is that rest is necessary and that I need to at least pick out one or two days where I do not do any work and rest, whatever that looks like to me. 
And this has always been hard for me because what I was always told is that I could always be doing something instead of binge watching TV on the couch or something like rest was like this lazy word that I could instead be doing housework or regular work. And, you know, the thing of it is, is that yes, you could be doing that, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing that. And as I said before, rest, it looks totally different to everybody. You know, yeah, you could need a day where you are binge watching TV and then another day of rest can look like going to a coffee shop and reading a book, you know, but I've also had this mindset of somebody is always busier than I am, so I should be working just as hard as they are, like working overtime, and that's not that's not right either you know that is another toxic mindset as well and god rested on the seventh day so why should i feel guilty for something that god intended for all of us but this is something that i have been working on and need to continue working on and not just resting when my body is telling me to but resting at least once a week and just not doing any work whatever rest looks like to me that week but this is what the best version of myself looks like is i want to be physically healthy as well as mentally and emotionally healthy another thing this past year that i have had to learn um i i don't really talk about personal life so i'm not gonna go in depth with this but um Basically, throughout childhood into adulthood, I have seen a toxic marriage, and I have also seen toxic divorces as well. And basically, after I left um, a toxic situation, I had to learn how to heal. And I've had to learn to heal through Jesus. Because when I do get into a relationship, I do not want to bleed on that person for my past that I have not healed yet. So what I have learned is it is better to heal now through Jesus than to bury it deep inside. And then once you do get into a relationship and you haven't healed that hurt, you are going to bleed on that other person and they cannot carry that burden because Jesus has already carried the burden for you. You just got to go to him. And I have also had to learn, um, I was in survival mode at that moment and at that during that time. And I've had to learn how to break the habits of just being in survival mode. You know, that, that was a very scary place for me. And um, I had to learn like a lot through that. I had to break survival mode habits during that time and I'm still I'm still trying to break those habits I'm still learning but that is what I've been working on this past year and I've also have been learning um basically asking God and going in my bible and basically saying you know 
what does a godly marriage look like and how do I break the generational curse of a toxic marriage that I have seen in my childhood and basically all of my life and enter into a godly healthy marriage that has God in the center of it so I've definitely had to learn and also even in friendships too um over the past probably two years or three I think three now I've had to learn like I had an alone season where I didn't really have anyone during that season like I had acquaintances but that was it and during that time you know I was really praying God bring me godly friends like bring me good people bring me healthy friends and I prayed that for the longest time and it never happened and until finally I realized you know instead of just praying that why don't I flip the switch and instead I started praying God make me into a godly friend you know what do I need to improve on and how do I start acting like who I want to hang out with and eventually he did he brought my godly friends and they are my go-to girls now I am so blessed to have them in my life I get to go travel with them I get to go to them if I need advice on something or you know if I just want to celebrate with with them but I talk a little bit more about them in the second point. But those were some examples in my life with this first tip and this first lesson. But this is definitely one of my favorite points and lessons that I have had to learn. And I am still currently learning in my single season. You know, I'm still discovering who I am and I'm still working on myself to improve myself and becoming the best version that I want to be. And you know, really praying, you know, okay, make me into a godly wife and to help me become the woman in the Bible, a Proverbs 31 woman, a Ruth, an Esther, a Mary, all the godly faithful women, so I can be the best wife that I can be. Also, to help me discern out a godly man who will love me properly and will be a family man who has a healthy relationship with you, Lord, and will lead the house well. And whoever comes into my life and they are not from you, God, or they are not my person, help me to discern them so I do not get involved with them. And help me to wait for your timing, God, and don't let me settle for anything less than your best. So that is definitely something that us women and even men, you know, pray that you can be the godly men in the Bible as well and to discern a healthy, godly woman. But this has been a few things that I have been learning and going through during my singleness journey. And I've also learned to just be content in my singleness and learn to embrace it and actually learn to really enjoy it as well. But I'm in no rush. Like, I know that, you know, we see everybody else you know, getting into relationships, getting married and all this stuff. And 
you know, I've just learned that, you know what, my timing is not going to be that other person's timing. It is going to be in God's timing. And I've just learned to really embrace it and actually enjoy this time with God. But let's move on to lesson number two. This next point is also what I have learned during my single season, and it is get closer to your friends and family. They are the people who will keep you accountable. They are also the people who know you the best, better than anyone else. So when someone does come into your life that wants to be in a relationship with you, that person knows that you have friends and family backing you up, that you have a community helping you, guiding you, and also protecting you. Basically, your friends and your family want what's best for you. So my advice to you is when someone does come into your life and your friends and family sit down, have discussion, and you're asking them, like, what do you think of him or her, whoever's listening to this, and that you actually listen and you learn and you be open with what they have to say, even if you don't want to hear it. And this is the time to bond with your friends. This is the time to travel with them, go to coffee, go for dinner, whatever your heart desires. This is really the time to get closer to them. I notice this in a lot of girls. I have no idea with guys, but I feel like it's more with girls where one of the girls in her friend group She gets with a guy, either talking, dating, whatever it is, and she just ditches the other friends. Now, there could be all different kinds of scenarios in this, but I say that's isolation. Like, this is where you really do need your friends because to watch the relationship, to see if it's a godly one or to see if it's a toxic one and to also help you be accountable for your boundaries in the relationship with that someone, whatever that looks like to you. But I absolutely love this in my single season. I've loved getting closer with my friends. I have loved traveling with them and just being so connected with them. They're the ones who, they're my go-to whenever I want to cry, whenever I need help, whenever I have something super exciting to say, you know, whatever it is, they are the ones that are going to last a lifetime. Okay, so this one is like a weight lifted off of my shoulders, at least, and I hope it gets a weight off of your shoulders, and it is get out of your head. Do not worship a relationship. Marriage is not the end goal. You are not running out of time. I know we see people our age, schoolmates getting engaged and married, friends getting engaged and married, our siblings getting engaged and married, and even our favorite influencers getting engaged and married at such a young age and we feel like our clocks are just like tick 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 
work and we feel like we're running out of time and the thing of it is is we are not running out of time and what i see is these people having fantasies about marriage that's not even like a reality like it's gonna make me happier it's gonna make me feel less alone it's gonna solve all of my problems whatever it is that those people are fantasizing about it's really not a reality and the thing of it is is only god can fill that void like nobody can carry that burden because that burden's already been carried on the cross now i'm not saying you can't desire a marriage because you can desire a marriage god wants you to desire a good healthy godly marriage like god did form and create relationship god did put two people together for his purpose but he doesn't want you to get to the point where you're worshiping it and thinking once i get this then i will be happy because yes you will be happy for a little bit but that happiness will not last especially if you are putting it on another human being because that human being cannot carry that burden we were not formed to carry the burden of somebody else's feelings jesus has already taken that burden to the cross okay so this will be the last one and this one i've really been putting into action over my single season and it is serving others. I have learned that it gets my eyes off of myself and onto others. And here's the thing, Jesus served like his whole life and he taught us an example of how to serve others. And I have also learned that it really does prepare you for marriage because that is what marriage really is all about is serving your spouse and it is also serving you know your future children it is also serving your in-laws and also your parents as well and the best part about this is you can literally serve anywhere it doesn't just have to be in a church or in a food pantry where everybody is watching you and you know possibly you be getting praised because god god doesn't like a show now I'm not saying that it's not bad doing it at a food pantry or a church that's actually a great thing but you definitely have to have the right motives for it so that is where you have to pray to god like open my heart you know check my motives for this and open my eyes and ears not only to serve in a public place but also you know behind closed doors at my parents at my grandparents or helping out my siblings or you know even just seeing a single mom 
with a child at a grocery store struggling to put groceries in her car and you just running up there and being like, hey, I see you struggling. I want to help you put groceries in your car so you can just get on with your day. It's stuff like that that God would rather see and know like, hey, she's she's serving for my glory not for her glory or if you're a guy for his glory and for for God's glory instead you know what I mean anyways but that is really where God will bless you is serving for him not for yourself but those are just a few of the biggest lessons and tips and actions that I have learned during my single season. So hopefully you got something out of this. And if you are in your single season, do not rush it because here's the thing, would you rather get into a bad, unhealthy, ungodly marriage? Or would you rather wait for God's timing and get into literally the best marriage of your entire life you know truthfully I would rather wait on God's timing because our timing we screw up <laughs> we really really do and we fumble and we fall and not saying that we don't get back up because we normally we do but I would rather wait on God's timing for one of the biggest decisions of my entire life anyways thank you guys so much for listening and share this with your single friends or your single siblings they will probably more than likely need to hear this and share it also on social media and tag me that would be awesome but thank you guys so much and hope you guys have a great rest of the day and i will see you in the next episode bye